I'm here with Bill Krasmowski, who is the director, founder of Red Rock String Ensemble. Uh, first post-pandemic concert on Sunday, August 8th, 4 p.m. at First United Methodist Church. Bill, welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. Now, uh, we should probably note that there was just a power outage and we lost the first recording that we were working on uh, just a few moments ago. We had been talking about Sam Pemberton, and my concern was that perhaps Sam Pemberton's spirit had intruded since uh, we had mentioned his name, and there might have been a little mic drop there. For you, uh, what is Sam's legacy, it, not only with the Red Rock String uh, Ensemble, but with the Gallup community? Uh, I met Sam in a, in a restaurant several years ago, and we got to talking, and uh found out that he was a retired band teacher at uh, Gallup High School, and he was a great lover of classical music and um, just relished the opportunity to possibly uh, conduct our group. We had been growing, and uh, we were looking for a local conductor. We had tried uh, a couple guest conductors, and uh, Sam said, I would love to do this, and it just worked out very well for Sam he missed conducting, and he loved classical music. He studied the scores. He um, was uh, having a, a local conductor uh, enabled us to uh, program larger works, works that uh, at the uh, our last concert before the pandemic, we had a full orchestra with a full wind and brass section and strings, and um, with with uh, fine soloists from the. Um, New Mexico Philharmonic, and so, uh, and Sam just, he just, it just, you could just see the joy of him uh, conducting, and I just remembered even weeks after one of the concerts, he said he was still coming down off of his high from uh, from conducting. And most of those Red Rock String concerts that Sam conducted are up on kglp.org. Uh, go to listen to KGLP, uh, and you can scroll down to the podcast page, and it's uh, a little further on. Look for older uh, podcasts, but uh, we have those still online oh, nice. uh, if people want to listen. Uh, I think that uh, Sam would have been very distressed by this pandemic year and the lack of performance. Uh, it's been it's been tough on musicians. It's been tough on music lovers. Uh, music many musicians lost their uh, income, and um, uh, for those of us even here uh, that have gathered together to rehearse for this concert, they have all said uh, how good it is to get together and how good it is to have a chance to uh, to, to to play again. And I hope and pray that. Uh, what we're currently facing does not explode into further uh, disruptions of culture, of uh, activity, and of music. Well, and with that, we are uh, hoping to move on to live performance before a live audience, something that I know the members of the Red Rock String Ensemble and their cohorts have been looking forward to. In this August 8th concert, you have three generations of iconic classic composers, uh, Handel, Mozart, and Beethoven, in, in the order of their, their productive years. Uh, for you, have you seen ways in which 
Beethoven was influenced by Mozart, or in which Mozart might have been influenced by Handel? Oh, absolutely. These uh, uh, great composers knew their predecessors, studied their works, and, uh, and at times even began uh, to copy them before they branched out into their own style. Uh, uh, Handel is one of the big three uh, Baroque composers. Uh, we think of Bach, Vivaldi, and Handel. Um, this uh, set of Concerto Grosso's, uh, uh, one of one of his uh, most well-known works. It's a set of twelve, and over the we played the very first ones back in 2004 at the uh, inaugural concerts of the Red Rock String Ensemble. And over the years, we've performed eight of the twelve. Um, uh, Mozart, uh, very prolific and unbelievable uh, uh, composer who rarely wrote drafts. He, he had it in his head, and he just wrote the music as it came out of his head. And uh, Beethoven clearly was influenced heavily by Mozart. Uh, he um, uh, was in his 20s when Mozart uh, passed away, so he knew Mozart. He... Um, the work that we're performing is an early work, uh, so you will hear uh, plenty of Mozart uh, in his work, but you will also hear plenty of uh, Beethoven's style beginning to really flourish. And for you personally, uh, who has been the greatest inspiration among these three composers in your performance career or your life? Well... I've played numerous works by all three of these composers, but I, and, and certainly the Beethoven uh, is the most challenging work uh, for us on this uh, concert. Uh, it's been said that there are no easy Beethoven compositions, and uh, but I think to be able to, we we've rehearsed many hours and worked very hard, and we hope that that this will be a satisfying performance of the Beethoven uh, String Trio. It. Um, and it, it does give great satisfaction to uh, perform it. The August 8th concert uh, will be principally strings. You also have Aaron Nielsen on keyboard. The core group, Kimberly Robinson, yourself, Sarah Jones, Eva Carpenter, all returning. And uh, you want to tell us a bit about uh, our four other uh, guest artists? Yeah, Emmanuel Lelunio has been in, in the Gallup area for oh, probably about 10 years. Uh, he plays violin and viola and is a local music teacher. Uh, Thomas Brees, uh, he's been here about five years, is, uh, a, uh, plays bass and other instruments, also a local music teacher, and uh, was actually a professional bassist uh, in, in Chattanooga uh, in, a, in a prior life. Um, and uh, Aaron Nielsen uh, has uh, played large uh, piano works uh, with us uh, on several occasions. And oh, and then Hans uh, Freuden uh, lives in Farm Farmington. Is the uh, cello instructor at uh, San Juan College. Uh, plays in San Juan Symphony. Has played uh, with us for the last several years. Will be joining us on cello. And Dr. Caleb Lauber will be joining you. And Caleb Lauber will be playing the Mozart, which is a piano quartet, uh, a piece writ for, written for uh, violin, viola, cello, and piano. Both you and Dr. Lauber are uh, active in the Gallup community. You've been uh, uh, cutting back uh, in recent years and uh, 
probably uh, in the next uh, year or two, you're looking at uh, full retirement? Uh, I've been working part-time for the last year, and retirement is on the horizon. And uh, um, Well, we are planning a fall concert for the Red Rock String Ensemble, and uh, probably uh, next spring. And then after that, we'll just see where life takes us. Is it possible, since you've moved to Santa Fe, that... Uh, Red Rock String Ensemble might do some concerts in the Santa Fe area or Albuquerque. Oh, I think I I, I think we'll leave it as at local because it's all local performers and uh, and we like presenting for Gallup uh, audiences best of all. Well, you're you're starting a little more modestly, um, in part because I think you mentioned that gathering people together in the summer, even under normal circumstances, would be challenging and in this pandemic year coming out of that uh even more so well certainly for the there's been uh, um some apprehension especially among uh, orchestras with wind instruments um if, if there was somebody that uh, was shedding virus uh, much it's much less so with strings so uh, we are recommending that uh, attendings to the concert uh, uh wear a mask uh in, in indoors the performers will be unmasked uh, similar to the uh, Santa Fe Chamber Music Festival, which is going on uh, right right now. But uh, we will certainly uh, recommend that uh, people who attend the concert uh, arrive with masks in hand and on their face. Uh, as we begin to wrap up, Bill, is there anything else you might like to say, either about uh, the coming concert or about the legacy of Red Rock String Ensemble or about your future aspirations? Well, this is the 16th uh, season for the Red Rock uh, Strings, and it's really just been my labor of love to uh, gather together the uh, musicians, and uh, um, it, there's always turnover, and if there's string players in the community that uh, would like to perhaps play, please come to the concert, please contact us, because we would, we would uh, love to have you. Uh, now, Bill, you personally have been involved with the International Physicians uh, um, concerts. Uh, were they on hiatus during the last year? Yes. Uh, the concert that I, I would play with the World Doctors Orchestra, the concert that I was scheduled for for June 2020 was canceled. It was rescheduled for June 2021, canceled again. So uh, there has not been a concert since uh, October of 2019, so coming up almost two years of uh, part of that is due to uh, the international um, nature of the or orchestra that uh, uh, many of the musicians could not travel from continent to continent. Like, for instance, Europeans are still not able to travel to the U.S. And there are probably a number of physicians associated with those concerts who were actively involved in the COVID-19 struggle. Oh well, certainly, certainly, and and uh, yeah, it's 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 just a shame uh, that so so much music was uh, was put on hold because we know that music, performing music, listening to music, uh, has such a positive influence uh, on on uh, uh, individuals that uh, we'll just have to. Uh, gain gain that ground back well may we hope that you can participate in the world doctors orchestra next year yeah. yes 
And uh, we look forward to the Red Rock String Ensemble concert coming up Sunday, August 8th, 4 p.m. at First United Methodist Church. Thank you. Thank you so much, Bill. I've been speaking with Bill Krasmowski, director, founder of Red Rock String Ensemble.